From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we come to our last wonderful word of salvation that we're going to be looking at in this series, just a short series, trying to give you an overview of some things that happen when we get saved that we're not always consciously aware of, but we learn about as we grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior through the years. And today we come to the word sanctification. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 30, um, we, we read this, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Now, several words are given to us in that text, but we're just going to emphasize that one word, sanctification. The others we have uh, looked at uh, already in our study. And so uh, there are, uh, the word sanctification just simply means to be separated. It's that's that's what it, uh, in the Old Testament um, you will find literally hundreds and hundreds of times uh, the word sanctify uh, all throughout the Old Testament. Uh, sacrifices were sanctified. People were sanctified. Anything can be sanctified. It means set apart, separated, separated for a purpose, for a specific purpose. Um, it, it could be separated. Uh, also, in the, in, in, the, in the sanctification, as far as believers are concerned, it means we have been separated unto God, not separated from, but to, to God for his use, for his purpose. Um, so, the Lord Jesus Christ himself was sanctified. In John chapter 10, verse 36, Jesus is speaking, Say ye of him whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world. Thou blasphemest because I said I am the Son of God. Jesus was saying, look, God the, the, God the Father sanctified me. He set me apart for a purpose, his purpose. His purpose was to be sent to the world as to die on the cross. He said, that's not blasphemy. That's my sanctification. That's my purpose. And in 1 Peter 3, 15, Peter tells us, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh of you that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you. So, as a believer, you are, our hearts. There is something God has sanctified us. He has a purpose for us, but we have to give Him our heart. And I believe all our heart. There's we don't get to keep a chamber or a room of the heart for ourselves. And the reason that a believer sanctifies God in our hearts means that we have set our heart, our heart, our affection on things above, not on things of earth. We have set our heart apart for that purpose that whenever we have the opportunity, we can give an answer to any man of the hope that lies within us of our salvation. Now, there is um, three different ways we're going to look at sanctification. And that is sanctification of the Spirit, sanctification by the blood of Jesus Christ, and sanctification by the Word of God. Those three things. So let's get right to it today. First, this is sanctification by the Holy Spirit. We've been set apart. Um, Romans chapter 15, verse 16, Paul says this, um, that ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified 
by the Holy Ghost. Paul was asking the Christians, the church at Rome, to pray for him as he ministered Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, as he served Christ to the Gentiles. Now, again, in the Old Testament, the Jewish people, the, the Hebrew nation was a sanctified nation. Um, they had been separated from the Gentiles to Jehovah, but now the Gentiles were sanctified by the Holy Ghost. In 2 Thessalonians, uh, it says this uh, in chapter 2, verse 13, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. There's that chosen election to salvation, the Gentiles, through sanctification of the spirit, set apart by the spirit. When I say sanctification by the Spirit, I'm speaking about the Spirit of God, not the Spirit of man. So sanctification by the Spirit, then belief of the truth. That's the order. One might say that nobody would ever believe the truth unless he were first sanctified by the Holy Spirit. If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to me. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Um, no man can come to me, John 6, 44, except the Father which had sent me. First, draw him. And in John 16, he said that he would send the Holy Ghost to, to reprove the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So without the Holy Spirit reproving us of sin, convincing us of the truth, we can never come to the truth except the Holy Spirit of God does what God has sent him to do, what God has set him apart to do, what God has sanctified him to do. And because of that, we read in 1 Corinthians 6, 11, that uh, as a result of the Holy Spirit, convicting us of our sins and bringing us to the truth so that we might put our faith in the truth that such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Why? Because the Holy Spirit that, you know, is the one that has come and convinced us, convicted us of our sins that we might re reveal to us the truth and put our faith in it. Notice the words, washed, sanctified, justified. The word of God is applied to the heart, cleanses us, and, and our conscience for cleansing. The Holy Spirit uh, arouses within man and sets us apart, makes him ready to receive the word of God. And when we receive the word of God, we're justified. Peter tells us the same thing in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience obeying the voice of the gospel and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are justified when we are obedient to the faith. We are, uh, when we are obedient, uh, uh, when obedience to the faith, we take our place beneath the blood that was sprinkled for the sacrifice, just like Israel of old that, that put the, door, the blood on the doorpost and on the lintel. But what leads a man to faith and to trust in the blood of, shed, uh, of Jesus Christ, the shed blood of Jesus Christ, is the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. God has sent the Holy Spirit, set him apart, sanctified him to lead us to knowledge, to conviction, to understanding of our sin and his righteousness and the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. That is the sanctification of the Spirit, the purpose of the Holy Spirit. It is a preparatory work. And then the Spirit of God brings the word home and power, and, the, and we believe and we're justified all through his life. 
And, and because of that, the Holy Spirit continues the work of sanctification, helping us to understand what ple- that we have been set apart, not to serve sin, but to serve our Savior. And he guides us in prayer. He guides us through truth. By the way, that work that God has sent him to do to set apart, it doesn't just lead us to salvation, but it continues on leading us in our salvation, leading us in our Christian growth and development so that we can walk in newness of life in him, guiding us in the way that God would have us to go. And I'm thankful for the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. We're going to look tomorrow at the sanctification of the word and the blood. Hope you'll join us. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor love.